Welcome to Let's Be Perfectly Queer. A queer podcast creating space to talk about all things queer. My name is Archie. And I'm Katie. And we are your hosts. Yeah. Questions of how you identify. Seeking answers to clarify. Whether you're queen or somewhere in between. Let's be perfectly queer. So on this episode, we're going to look at queer-friendly travel destinations. So before we start... A couple of little key points about what's been happening, and one of them actually links back to our previous episodes. I'll leave that one to last. So the Hungarian authorities have fined a bookseller for selling a British graphic novel without closed wrapping. So saying it breached a controversial law on LGBT literature for under-18s. The Lira Kiss Kerldemi Keft retailer, I'm sorry, I butchered that, was fined 12 million forints or 27,400 pounds for selling a Heartstopper book without wrapping it in plastic foil. Officials said that the book depicted homosexuality and was sold to minors. So they have laws about homosexuality and minors and that kind of thing. Bloody yeah. Hungary, honestly. Like, that's your people. That is my pe- – for anybody who doesn't know, I'm part Hungarian. <laughs> so it's quite frustrating to see that. I'm not yeah. surprised. And Heartstopper is written for minors. Like the, the whole show is based in that audience. So, But in essence, what they're saying is that it's wrong and it's yeah. illegal. And, and that it's an 18-plus material. Yeah, which yeah. it's not. It's just showing a same-sex couple. It's not about couple. sex. No, it's a same-sex couple relationship. I think people get confused when we're talking about same-sex and yeah. it's actually not sex. Not sex. It's just maybe it needs to be same-gender same couple or something. Yeah. They need to, maybe they need to look at redoing that term. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if you have heard as well, but President Vladimir Putin signed a law that criminalized all surgery and hormone treatments used for gender transitions. It bans medical workers from performing medical interventions designed to change the sex of a person, including prescribing hormone therapy to patients. It also restricts the amending of documents to reflect a gender change. This law is on top of a measure that happened in December last year, which prohibited the representation of LGBTQ relationships in any media, streaming services, social platform, books, music, posters, billboards, and film. He is so shit. Right. There are so many avenues that he's shit, and now it's just an extra shit on shit. Yeah, so people say it's to kind of detract from what's happened in Ukraine and the failed efforts there. I was looking on abc.net.au for some LGBT news topics. This came under LGBT, and it frustrated me, and I wanted to see if you have the same thing. So, STI test vending machines are installed in Echuca, Shepparton, I'm not sure, that's in Melbourne, or Victoria, as infection rates rise. I thought this was a weird one. Yes. So this was on the ABC website under LGBT news. And I'm here like, what? Why are you focusing on LGBT? So Professor Jane Tomney, director of the university's Center for Excellence in Rural Sexual Health, said the pilot program is focused on young people, the LGBTQIA plus community and indigenous Australians. I feel like this professor is driving into the old stigmas of STIs, HIV, all that kind of stuff happening more amongst the LGBTQIA plus community. And... I want to know what your thoughts are. What the hell? Right? Like, honestly, what the hell are they talking about? First of all, this professor has no idea how stigmatizing that is. And not just from us, also the Aboriginal community. Right, with the Indigenous Australians. Why are you picking on two marginalised communities? Yeah, it was just frustrating for me. And when I saw that come under abc.net.au, especially with what happened with their Four Corners, which we still need to watch, which got a lot of hate with the LGBT community about the way the trans people were represented. And they came out with articles saying, oh, well, we apologize, blah, blah, blah. And then they've come out with this. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they have no idea and they potentially have used AI to be like, what category do we put this in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll put it in queer news. 
put it in health. Right. Health where it belongs. You're talking about a sexually transmitted right. infection. It's a health topic. And so when I saw the headline and it had nothing to do with the LGBT, I'm like, what? So I had to read the article. And then it actually links back with our previous episode. So if you haven't had a listen to that, go back and listen to that episode where we debunk and queer bust some of the myths out there. Now let's get on to our actual topic. So queer-friendly travel destinations. Because we've been talking about travel and we're planning a trip at the end of the year. And it kind of got me thinking about where is safe and where is not safe. And that's why I thought I would look at this topic. Yes. So do you have a favorite travel or holiday memory you'd like to share before we get into the meaty, gritty bits? Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I think my my favorite place so far that I've been, and I've been to so many beautiful places. I've been mm-hmm. very blessed to be in a position that I pay for travel through my life, through work. Not through work, but, but by you tr- working. you work really hard. for yeah, yeah, by working. I've been able to support myself with travel, which has been great. I've been to so many bloody great places and I've really enjoyed them. I think the one that sticks in my mind most is Japan, which where we're going back to yes. soon. Not soon enough. But <laughs> um, it's such a beautiful place and I love the richness of the culture. I love the beautiful scenery. I love that there's so much to do. It, there's just so much that I love there. But, yeah, it's beautiful yeah. and the, the culture is beautiful and the people are beautiful. Yeah, I think that's yeah. my favourite memory. And we'll make some more memories when we go. Yay! Let's get on to this episode. So traveling while being part of the LGBT community can be difficult depending on where you go. Yeah. Uh, on today's episode, I'm going to share some of the top LGBTQIA plus friendly destinations. With this one, it was a hard one, okay? Because mm-hmm. there were so many different articles, so many different journals, so many different resources that had the countries all in several different orders. So some people said these are the top 10. Some people said these are the top 10. But these are the ones, the ones that I'm talking about are the ones that were constantly popping up in all the articles. Yeah, and of course there's going to be different things that make them part of the top 10 depending on like what yeah. author is actually writing it yeah, as so well as like a lot of different things. That's exactly it. So from what point of view are they rating the top 10 and that kind of stuff. So if you had to pick the five countries you think would be the safest for LGBTQIA+, what would you say they were? I would go Switzerland or the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Germany. Mm-hmm. It's hard because... There's so many different things that I've got to think about because there's places that I enjoy going, but then yeah. you have to flip it on the flip side. And think and about like, the, everything, like the laws oh, and everything that's involved in absolutely. all that stuff. Yeah. Legis- legislation as well as like recent changes. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say Greenland, Iceland. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a couple. you got a couple. Yeah. So the order vary depending on what episode, website, but the two safest countries that were consistently in the top four were Malta and Canada. You know what? I was going to say Canada, but yeah. it's so hard with Canada because it's proximity so to, close to, to America, America. So you start to think about that. You're yeah. like, I would say, but it's so hard to. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Malta, though. Yeah, I was surprised. According to Statista.com, so they're like a statistic website, they had the following order in the top 10. So at 10 was Iceland, 9 was Germany, 8 was New Zealand, 7 was Uruguay, uh, 6 was Portugal, 5 was Denmark, 4 was Australia. Three was Switzerland, two was Canada, and Malta was at number one. Oh, I got a fair few. Yeah, you got a fair few. What up? You know, I was going to say New Zealand as well. Yeah. Because... Because of the cultural... Yeah, yeah. exactly, and how much they embrace it. I mean, I probably should have just thought back to the last episode and be like, what places have had it for a long time? But not necessarily because Thailand has had... Has a history of gender diversity, and now it's like... No, that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So then... This is the one I'm going to focus on. There was a 2022 study by journalists Lyric and Asher Ferguson, and it was also mentioned in Forbes, and this was their top 10 
So at number 10, they had the United Kingdom. Nine was Belgium. Eight was Denmark. Seven was Spain. Six was Portugal. Go Portugal. It's in there twice. Five was Norway. Three was Malta. Oh, sorry. Four was Malta. Three was the Netherlands, which you also said before. Two was Sweden. And one was Canada. Yeah. But I find it funny how sometimes you have random ones popped in there. Yeah. I think that like maybe a top 10 is a little bit difficult because there are a lot of countries that do yeah. a lot for the queer community. Belgium's nice But as we well. weren't in the top 10 of that one. No, we weren't. Yeah. So the list is based on 10 factors related to the LGBTQIA plus safety, including things like protection against discrimination, criminalization of violence, illegal same-sex relationships, and other factors like that. This team who conducted the study also reviewed individual laws of each country Uh, And they worked out like a a LGBTQIA safety index. And then they placed all the countries in order based on that. And the order that they've come up with reflects the most current information in this ever-changing world. So this was 2022. With 2023, it's probably changed again. And the the website's really cool. It's like all linked out and there's a lot of visual stuff so you can actually see and where they rank and and where they may have lost points. Yeah. Yeah. That's great for when you're traveling because now – Again, we've got the greatest access to travel throughout time. Mm. And so it is something that you do have to consider, especially if you're in a queer relationship. I mean, be safe out there, guys. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's one of those things that you, you don't want to be in another country and then be persecuted because, first of all, like you're not a citizen of that country and therefore it makes it more difficult when it comes to legal rights. Yeah. And also you just want to be safe. Yeah. Just before you travel to a country, make sure you please, please, please do your research. And make sure that is a safe place for you to go to. Yeah. yeah. And we're not saying that it's right that there are countries out there that aren't safe. We're definitely not. I mean, it's <laughs> the basis of our podcast. We're promoting safety and we're trying yeah. to get people more understanding out there. Yeah, but, we're trying to educate people. But it's the knowledge that there are a lot of places out there that aren't safe. Yeah. I'm so proud of Portugal. I would right? never have guessed I, it. I would have never thought that. They are such a Catholic community and a Christian community. Yeah. And to be – I think they're both – Literally ranked six in both of those different lists. I mean, and they were constantly come. coming up. We need to visit it because, you know, I am half Portuguese. My family from a tiny little <laughs> island called uh, Madeira, where Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> is from. But, Hashtag yeah. related. Right? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but, yeah, so it's nice to see Portugal come up twice in there as well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Wouldn't have expected, but really liked I it. I was surprised. I was really surprised when I saw that. I was like, oh, wow, that's incredible. Apart from that country, which other ones did you not expect to see in the top 10? United Kingdom, um, yeah. just because of it's going quite backwards. So, yeah. But this was done in 2022, so I'm not sure. The it, most recent yeah. pr- prime minister. Um, so I was really, really surprised about that. I was also surprised about Malta. I had no idea. Yeah, I don't know a lot about Malta. No, either do I. So maybe that might be a place where we need to visit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Where do you think Australia was in that list, number-wise? Could you guess a number from uh, 1 to 20? I would Maybe 1 to 50. No, 1 to 20. Oh, God, you're making no, me think I'm that joking. we're really low. No, so 1 to 20, where do we sit? I think we'd probably be 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we, we're not the best, but we're not the worst. But also, if you come to Perth, I'm sorry, if you come to Australia and you're queer, I mean, you're not going to go to jail. You're no. not generally not going to be persecuted on anything. I mean, with all of our laws, yeah. they're generally, it's really safe. Yeah. There are a lot of places that are queer friendly, all that kind of stuff. We, so we had World Pride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's not like an unsafe place. I don't think we're the best in the world just because like sometimes there are people in the community who are just generally shit. But <laughs> um, but I reckon 13, there's yeah, and, and people above us, people below us. And like, for example, talking about people not really 
respecting the LGBT community. Where I grew up in a small town, they're trying to do something for the queer community and it's got a lot of hate on Facebook. We're not the most open in all areas of Australia. So if you want to be safe in Australia, maybe st- stick to the cities. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I also think that's to do with marketing, though. Yeah. Have fun anywhere. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Australia fell at number 20. And the reason was because it's due to the criminalisation of violence laws and transgender rights vary by state. It's not Australia-wide. Yeah. Um, so transgender people have better laws and protections and rights in certain states than others. Yeah. Uh, in WA, we are very behind with having to go to a whole board and all that kind of stuff. and. So we've got a lot to to go forward. And I think New Zealand just passed some really productive and forward laws to do with gender and changing your gender and stuff like that on paperwork and stuff. But yeah, so we received an A minus. So it's not too bad. We could be a lot worse. So I thought that was... um, A minus. A minus. We went A plus. Uh, Obviously, (laughs) Malta and... No, no, but that's what the rating... It wasn't me. No, 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 no. (laughs) I just assumed you were here being like... No, 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 no. We got 20 out of 100. A minus. No, the country. <laughs> it was. It was actually rated on the the website. Oh, that's uh, so funny. Like A to like so all the top 10, 20, 30, I think they're like you know A plus, A A minus, B, B plus, that kind of stuff. Try again next yeah, time. Yeah. So the worst countries rated, I think, are like E and F. Oh wow. Yeah. Did you want to know the worst countries? I feel like I already know the worst countries. Yep. If you had to guess, I don't want to. Okay, that's right. I don't, yeah. You don't have to, but that, so at eleven was Yemen, ten was Libya. Nine. Oh, we're talking about worst countries now, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. These are the worst countries. And I might put up on Instagram all the reasons why these ones are. Yeah. I might do like a carousel and give you the reasons why. Yeah. Uh, so Libya, Sudan was nine. At eight was Malaysia. Seven was UAE. Six was Guyana, G-U-Y-A-N-A. So not Ghana, but Guyana. I've never oh. heard of it. Malawi was five. Kuwait was four. Nigeria was three. At second was Saudi Arabia, and the number one worst country to visit if you are LGBT is Brunei. Oh, really? I had in my thoughts like Saudi Arabia. I was thinking just because the experience you get going through Dubai if you're queer presenting is not very good. And don't go through Dubai if you're queer presenting. So basically, if you are queer, I will say why Saudi Arabia is both the the top two and not great is – homosexual acts as interpreted by Sharia law can be punished by the death sentence yeah. or 100 whips or one year of banishment. So there's all different things. Do they still actually whip people? That was what was on the article. So, And it said floggings can occur for cross-dressing as well. So that's something you need to think about, the clothes that you're wearing as well when you are traveling, even if you are heterosexual. Um, you need to think about the clothes you're wearing. And don't forget the places that you go through. Like mm. it's You not need to just, think about that. Yeah, it's not just necessarily like your end destination. There are a lot of interconnecting places. Like yeah. for us, where we tend to go through is Dubai as well as we go through... So Malaysia. Malaysia, yeah, we go through KL. Yeah. The intersecting places where yeah. it's not like you change clothes after you no. get off the plane. So, so the last time I was in Malaysia and I was just going through, going from Japan, I was treated really, really badly by the staff when I was just asking for information. And this was when I was still presenting as female. They sent me on a wild goose chase when the, the place that I needed to go was like 100 meters away. And they, they sent me a 30-minute train ride away. And then some lovely local actually spoke everything and told me where to go. It was really disgusting, the way I was treated. You can look up the the issues that have happened through mm. in Dubai Airport and yeah. the the disgusting treatment of women, of women in general well. yeah. on multiple occasions. I've never felt so unsafe with how many times that I get picked out. And I'm not very interesting at all. I'm very <laughs> I'm very I'm very lucky to be white. I'm very lucky to be just feminine presenting kind of person. 
But I literally was nearly strip searched because I had underwire in my bra. And I, I've never felt so much like yeah. I've never been strip searched in my yeah, life. Like I've while. never had to be <laughs> I've never had to be pat down before. Yeah. And I understand that's a I'm I'm very lucky to be in a situation that I don't constantly get I mean, I always get picked up for drugs because I un- accidentally smile at people, which <laughs> as a standard is apparently bad. Yeah. But I've never felt so unsafe in that kind of concept. Every single flight that I took over, say, for example, a five-year course, yeah? Every single time I was randomly drug-searched. Every time I had my tattoos out. Yeah. Um, so I find that interesting when it's randomly drug-searched. But every time I was had all my tattoos out, I was randomly yeah. tested for drugs. So I remember one of the last times I went like this, put my arms out. Uh, so I went like this. Sorry if you're listening. So I put my <laughs> both my arms out, my legs out, and the lady was like, you've done this before. And I said, yes, every single time I, I said, do you profile? And she's like, no, 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 we don't profile. I'm like, cool, because the three men behind me also all have very visible tattoos. And she's like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. So I was just like, do you profile? Because I just want to know. And then the, so the next time I tested it, I covered up nothing. Do you know what? I find that so funny. I mean, if you don't have tattoos, tattoos are actually really expensive. Right. If you get good <laughs> tattoos. Like, why then, would we should be the demographic who don't get searched? We don't have uh, money to be spending on drugs. We've mm-hmm. got other things. And you can't. And looking after a tattoo, oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of responsibility. The old stigmas and the myth busting of, like, you know, yeah. of the, the gang association and the drug association, like, in 2023 – Come on, we've moved well past that. Even I was watching some Japanese documentary, like clips from documentaries and stuff where they were saying that they really love seeing it on foreigners. They think it's beautiful, mm. but it's just when they see it on Japanese people is when they freak out because of the gang association. But they actually love seeing beautiful like cherry blossoms and the kanji written on foreigners. They think it's gorgeous and they yeah. admire it and they think it's beautiful. But, you know, it's just those those kind of things that are still... Do you know what? The crime junkie in me, as well as like the um, just the crime person in me, yeah. always thinks that at least if my body gets cut up by a serial killer, then they can identify me. That's true. Yeah, that'll be most of the body that they can identify. I yeah. know that's true. I'm not just going to be in some unknown Jane Doe out yeah. there. That they'll be like, oh, hopefully they'll see enough. Yeah. This is the way my brain goes because mm. I've never thought about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, those kind of <laughs> things. I mean, I'm not sure if it's my upbringing or just how it is, but like, yep. You never feel safe as a woman. <laughs> no, that's very, that's that is very true. Since the 2022 update of the LGBTQ plus study, changes have occurred. So these changes have mostly been positive for the advancement of LGBTQ plus rights and protections. There were some negative, going backwards, disadvantage, but I didn't want to include them because I was like, there's there's enough negativity yeah. at the, about the in the world at the moment. So some of the positive highlights include Cuba legalized same sex marriage in September 2022. Go Cuba. While gay marriage is still banned in Japan, it is making progress towards the acceptance of same-sex marriage and gay couples can now register a domestic partnership as of November 2022. Yay! Switzerland legalized same-sex marriage on July 1st, 2022. Singapore, Antigua and Barbuda, Barbados, St. Kitts and Nevis decriminalized homosexuality in 2022. As of January 31st, 2023, same-sex marriage and adoption are fully legal in Slovenia. Croatia passed laws expanding the rights of same-sex couples to joint adoption in August 2022. In December 2022, the U.S. Virgin Islands increased its discrimination protections for people based on their sexual identity and gender expression. And New Zealand plans to implement gender self-identification on June 15th, 2023. Yay. Oh, I wonder if that's happened. We should look I that wonder. Out. Yeah. That'd be interesting. New Zealand does great things, though. I feel like it's always been that we see great things from New Zealand mm. and then maybe 10 years later... 
We'll see it. I mean, five years later, we'll see it in Tasmania because Tasmania just seems more forward than everyone else. I'm so else. surprised. I'm actually surprised about that. Yeah, it's just bloody brilliant. So it's like New Zealand, and then we kind of see it in Tasmania, and then like the we'll rest start of the country. Sydney and New South Wales and start, in. yeah. And then WA is always last. Yeah, so <laughs> far away from everyone else. Yeah, so those were the pretty much the stats and that. So, but there's a lot of different things, and um, I'm gonna put a lot of stuff in the show notes of different articles and resources for you guys. With Lonely Planet, so this was a 2023, and Lonely Planet is known as one of the most like travel guides. You, they have books, they have websites, yeah. that kind of thing. So. They had a 2023 article that was March 7th, so pretty recent. Yeah. Not super recent, but pretty recent. And they had these cities as some of the safest for LGBTQIA plus travelers in the world. If you had to name number one, what do you think the safest city, not country, in the world for LGBTQIA plus people are? Of the whole world? Whole world. I have no idea. Well, they didn't actually have a ranking, but it's the first one they put, so I assume it is the first one. We're just going <laughs> to say it for this item. Sydney, Australia. Because of World Pride this year. <laughs> I'm like, boy, they got that shit wrong. Yeah, so I, obviously because of that, um, if you were to guess Not another- even during World Pride, I would have thought it's no. the safest city in Australia. No, but, you know, so, Not that it's bad, but like- Yeah, but you still had a lot of like- uh, you know, Lonely planet, sort yeah. out your resources. Out of there, the, some of the cities they mentioned was Sydney, Australia, New York, Barcelona, Auckland uh, in New Zealand, Puerto Vallarta in Mexico- Amsterdam in the Netherlands, London in the United Kingdom, Palm Springs, California, Toronto, Canada, Tel Aviv, Israel, Provincetown in Massachusetts, and Berlin, Germany. I wonder if an American wrote it because a lot of those <laughs> places in America and what's happening in America right now. I think the Lonely Planet needs to get their acts together because there are a lot of places on there that I'm like... Yeah, I wouldn't agree with. I'm like, Barcelona? But see, the thing is... Mexico? I've- I think this person's done like a, a Cliff Notes kind of thing because when he was when this person was wrote the article, it's basically talking about the different massive pride events at those places, but it doesn't mean that those places are generally safest places to visit. No, it doesn't. Mm. It really, it, it's got no association. No. Because when it comes to those pride events, generally they happen because one person's like, yeah, let's get this ball on the road because it'll bring tourism and it'll, mm-hmm. bring, it'll bring money. It will, there are... So many other things when it comes to these events, like any other event, almost just even like the the soccer, right? That you bring it because you're thinking about the grand scheme of things. You're not actually thinking. You're thinking about, about the what it's going to input to, into the economy and to the tourism and travel and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. You're not always thinking about it. Oh, this is an amazing safe place. No, definitely no. not. Because I know when I went to Sydney for Mardi Gras, I had I had glass bottles ditched at my head while I was walking home. Yeah. Granted, hopefully that wasn't like it. And I, I hope not. I hope that Sydney World Pride was a beautiful experience for the people who went over, but that was my experience of the one Mardi Gras that I went to. Yeah. If I was to critique that, I would say I think that that is not really relevant and I don't think it's an in-depth. And it'd be interesting to see what they based around apart yeah. from just major Pride events throughout I really, the world. In the articles, it only talked about the major Pride events or the gay clubs that were there. It didn't actually look at anything like the laws or the discrimination or anything. That, so it's more like it's a superficial look at what seems to be safe, the safest cities. But yeah. it looks like though Toronto, because that was still in the list. So maybe if you want a safe LGBTQIA place to travel destination, go to Toronto <laughs> in Canada. Yeah. Or just basically go to Portugal. Yeah, or Portugal. Portugal's great too. It's been in every... Or Malta. Who would have thought? Yeah, or Malta. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what, make sure you do your research before visiting any country to find out the laws and, and also the clothing expectations and the cultural expectations of you so that you're always going to be safe. And it's not just for the queer community. No. It's not just for the LGBTQIA plus community. It's for anybody. 
Like I remember um, Bali not too long ago was saying about how they don't condone people having relationships or having sex out of wedlock and that kind of stuff and that was getting honed down on. So it's not just the queer community that need to be aware when they're traveling. Everyone does. Specifically, if you're a woman, you've got to be really careful when you're traveling as well. And what and you're wearing and the clothes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. So do your research before going places. Yeah, be that's educated. all you have to do. Yeah, educate yourself before you travel anywhere. Know the laws, know what you need and how you're going to keep yourself safe. And always take a photocopy of your passport. Yes. What I do is I send it st- those kind of stuff to a family member. Yeah. I always send one to myself and have it in my email as well. In the show notes, I'm going to link you to a website with some very useful information if you are LGBTQIA+, or even just if you want to know a bit more about the places. Uh, And it talks about the LGBTQ plus rights and travel safety. So on this website, there's things like LGBTQ plus safety guide, trans safety guide, marriage equality safety guide. Uh, There's a HIV travel guide, which actually links back to our last episode. So I thought that was interesting. There's also guides on different countries. So they give you guides on specific things. So there's articles and they talk about how to be safe and the expectations. So things like South Africa, Morocco, obviously with uh, how dangerous it is to travel there as well. So Turkey, Thailand, Taiwan, Nepal, Japan, Israel, India, Hong Kong, Australia, New Zealand, and so many other countries, like literally, and it's divided into like, is it European? Is it South America? All that kind of stuff. So if you are looking to travel and you are part of the LGBT community, you should really check out this resource. It is IGLTA.org. And I'll link that in the show notes and um, so that you can get all this information. Very interesting, very relevant episode. Yeah, so just remember, be safe when you're traveling. Thank you so much. I hope that you've got something out of this episode. And in your comments on this episode, where's your favorite place in the world to travel and what's your best experiences with travel? We'd love to hear about them. Or maybe some safety tips for certain countries that you've traveled to. Yeah, totally. So thanks for listening to our episode all the way to the end. Yes, really appreciate it. And if you've liked what you've heard, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. And until next time... I hope that we have been perfectly queer. Let's be perfectly 